up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Benelli, and alongside me, as always, we got Ray Bolo, Dean Montalbano. Fellas, how are we feeling? Big preview episode. Huge. Great slate of great games. I'm pumped. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking dope-ass weekend. Hyped up. Yeah, so honestly, let's just get right into it. First game we're looking at this weekend, uh, number eight, Tennessee, on the road in Death Valley at number 25, LSU. Tennessee, a three-point favorite right now. Um, Really nice win from Tennessee. Last week against, uh, who did they play? Florida. Florida. Um, uh, They they were by last week. By last week. Yeah. Um, LSU. Jalen Daniels has been looking good after that rough that rough game one uh, against Florida State. Ray, who do you like in this game? Tennessee, Hendon Hooker's rolling right now. Yeah, no, I mean, Hendon Hooker is a legitimate uh, Heisman finalist. Uh, he's got, I think he's got like a 71.7 completion percentage on the year, 1,200 yards passing, eight touchdowns. And then he has another five touchdowns on the ground with 175 yards. He's been mm-hmm. fucking dynamic for Tennessee. Uh, LSU is going to have their hands full to try to stop him. But to be honest, I kind of like LSU in this game. Uh, they're coming. They, I mean, they had that awful week one versus um, Florida, Florida State. State when what they missed like an extra point. I think they missed a field goal too, right? And they missed like, two field goals and an extra, point? an extra point. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that uh, I thought that Brian Kelly error is going to end before he even started with that, but. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good matchup. I, I love home dogs. The dogs are barking this weekend. We're going to a lot. We're going to talk about a lot of them. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm pretty excited to see this game. I think it's going to be pretty close. Uh, Dean, what do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And most of that definitely is relying on it being down in Baton Rouge. Uh, I think not by not by much. Obviously, talent wise and prospect wise, it is a bit wider, but. I will say that this LSU defense will obviously be the hardest challenge that Tennessee, the Tennessee's offense has really faced all year, especially that D line for LSU really to win at home. It's going to have to start from them stopping this Tennessee running game, getting over well over 200 yards, which they have every single week, except for against Pitt. And more importantly, they will need to produce a turnover, whether it be, Hendon Hooker's first pick or his first fumble. He's been flawless throughout, so it, they'll have to get a takeaway or two, I believe, to win this game. But hey, they'll have a uh, they'll have the fans going nuts. This should be an electric game. Imagine being there; that would be fucking crazy. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. BJ Ojolari, uh, big time prospect for LSU's D line. Uh, he's got to get after Hendon Hooker. That whole D line, honestly, has got got to get after him. He's just been awesome. And for LSU, I mean. One of the guys I looked forward to the most this year, just following in that LSU trail of of great wide young wide receivers, um, Keishon Booty has just almost been a ghost this year. Eleven catches, ninety seven yards, zero touchdowns this season. Super, super disappointing. Crazy. I mean, I, if you watch if you watch the film, like he's getting double teamed everywhere, but. You got to set up plays for for your best player. You just have to. I mean, there's too many games that Jalen Daniels is just running, running around by himself. Got to get the ball to your playmaker, and yeah, it, it's really disappointing. He's a top five wide receiver in this class for sure. And I'm, I mean, if it doesn't pick up, I'm really curious to see what where he ends up landing because he is a really really good talent. 
Yeah, I'm curious if he's gonna and if like he'll just say fucking and come out, or if he's gonna transfer to try uh boost his stock if he like has continues this down year. I mean, I don't know who it's on if it's on Brian Kelly on the OC, but you're right. Like you have someone with this talent. I think he was like a top ten like prospect overall coming into the year. A lot of people had him ranked over uh Smith and Jigba. So like you have a talent like that, you gotta give him the ball, especially when their offensive like the talent, like otherwise, like he's clearly their most talented player. I mean, he's like an insanely good athlete. He's yeah. like he's he's not Jamar Chase, but like very very similar skill set. Jamar Chase way better going up and getting 50-50 balls than him, but athletically, like this guy's an insane talent, and I think he's like tenth or maybe not that far, but I think like seventh interceptions on their team. It's yeah, ridiculous. He's, lo- he's low. And I th- uh, also, I think Dean touched on it before, but I think the key to this game, I mean, it's going to be LSU being home and also their defensive front is really talented and they have to get after Hooker. You touched on, on BJ Ojolari. He's wearing that number 18 for LSU, which is like the leadership number on uh, defense. So that's big. Uh, and then you got another senior edge, Ali Gay, who's kind of a different type of player than Ojolari. Ojolari is a more slimmer, uh, true edge rusher. This guy's 6'6, 265. He's powerful. And then they also got uh, Jaqueline Roy in the middle playing nose tackle, who is a former top five uh, defensive tackler recruit who's been playing really well as well, too. So I think they're going to need to try to dominate the trenches, get Hendon Hooker off his game, and like Dean said, try to make him make a mistake, which he hasn't done yet this year. Yeah, this line, I, it was like, I mean, I've, I've just been so bad betting-wise, especially in the past <laughs> few weeks. It was like screaming at me to take Tennessee. And I held myself off. I'm honestly kind of happy I did. This is a big-time trap game, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing B.J. Ojolari. I haven't seen him too much. Um, brother of Aziz on the Giants. Um, curious to see what he looks like. He's a little smaller than Aziz. Um, but they said he's really good bend, really good quickness. So excited to see him get after arguably the best quarterback in the nation right now. Easy does it there, pal. CJ. <laughs> Word playing fucking Colorado State. And... Didn't play Colorado State. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, another really nice game, especially for me here. Resident Kansas fan. Got number 17 TCU on the road. Rock Chalk. Uh, number 19 Kansas. Kansas big time making the top 25 this week. Ten, uh, TCU, a seven-point favorite right now. Dino, I think TCU TCU is rolling right now. Oh, they're um, rolling. Max Duggan was was your stock up this week. Um, but my boy Jalen Daniels, not Jalen Daniels from LSU. Pretty crazy, two Jalen Daniels in this pod. Uh, my boy Jalen Daniels from Kansas is rolling right now, though. Yeah. Uh, is it one Jade? So. Is it one Jaden? Like Jaden Smith? The other's Jalen? Like Jalen Rose? Or am I mistaken? Jaden is uh, LSU. You're right. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. No, the sunny the sunny dykes led Horn Frogs really will be racing to kind of dictate the pace of this game. The only chance that I basically see Kansas having in this game is going to be through their run game. A ton of game was just said. But anyway, not only has the Kansas O-line really been a surprising unit and kind of maybe their biggest strength that's really not talked about as much uh, and the reason why they're fucking undefeated, 
talking about the Kansas Jayhawks. I know, still surprising to me as well. But one flaw for this Horn Frogs team, which has also been amazing through four weeks, uh, borderline flawless, has been for sure their run defense. It's probably it it actually ranks as being the worst at preventing runs of under two yards, which I know sounds like a weird and a kind of interesting fact or a tidbit, but it definitely means a lot when you give an offense a ton of confidence just to keep going three, 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 three. It doesn't need to be six. It doesn't need to be very explosive. It just makes it very vulnerable from really letting the other offense really dictate the pace of the game, which Kansas is going to do in this game and try to do. And if they really do it successfully, they will really have a good shot at keeping this close and covering that six and a half spread. Yeah, Ray, who you like here? Yeah, uh, I mean, we all circled this game before the season started, like on the calendar. You know, everyone's looking hype for the TCU kind of matchup. <laughs> uh, both I've had my tickets bought for months. Dude, it's actually <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Kansas has turned around after Les Mile left too. It's pretty wild. But yeah, I think Dean touched on it. I think these both these quarterbacks are playing out of their mind. Max Duggan for Kansas State and uh, Jay Lynn Daniels for Kansas. They're both super. They're both dual threats. Super good athletes and. Um, these teams are pretty similar in that they're both going to want to like they both want to run the ball. They they want to work the tempo, run the ball, and just try to break some big plays off. Uh, I think the over under six seven and a half. So that's what tells you Vegas thinks that these defenses are not going to be able to stop each other, despite Kansas holding uh, Iowa State to like eleven points last week. Uh, to be honest, I love I. The, I don't know if you guys hear that. Do you guys hear that? Woof 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 woof. woof. The fucking dogs are barking, boys. Fucking seven, seven point fucking dogs. Uh, it's just too juicy. For me. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not gonna spoil it. I don't have them in my bets uh, for the uh, card this week, but I'm gonna end up sprinkling on them, guaranteed. I also don't have them in my bets this week, but I mean, it's like the Eagles. Like I'm gonna keep betting them until they fucking burn me. Right until she bucks. Kansas has been my ride or die. Uh, and it's been a lot of death, uh, the past few weeks. <laughs> and, um, yeah, for, for TCU, Dean, you touched on it, that run defense, uh, they need to be stout, especially against Jalen. Uh, he does like to take off and run, uh, for them. D winters in the middle of that defense, really good player. Um, could be an, uh, an NFL draft guy that we can look out for. Um, so yeah. I'm really looking forward to this game. Yeah, it actually reminds me. One person I'm pretty excited to see is uh, Quentin Johnson, the big wide receiver on Kansas State. Uh, a lot of he was in a lot of top fives for uh, wide receivers for the year. He's been a little underwhelming, but he's a big body. He's going to get win those 50-50 balls. Uh, I would be surprised if Duggan doesn't try to get him. They're going to try to get him matched up in the red zone and try to target him. Love it. We'll move on to the third game we're looking at. A little Pac-12 action. Got number 11, Utah, on the road at number 18, UCLA. Utah, a three-and-a-half-point favorite right now. Ray, you said it. These these home dogs. I love home dogs more than anything. And especially in a matchup like this, dude. Oh, I, Dean, Dean, you start because I'll let you talk about your Utes. Yeah. Uh, I expect this game to be the best game of the week of this week's slate. Uh, this week's slate. Really – this is potentially the battle for the Pac-12. Uh, two extremely high-powered offenses going at it, both averaging over 5.3 yards per run and 8.6 yards per completion, which are 
well over the uh, national average, especially on per, per completion percentage. And we all know where my bias is going to lie here. Obviously going to be with the Utes, but I've been very, very impressed with the Bruins team and especially Thompson Robinson, who's played virtually flawless football through five unbeaten weeks. This is what gets me so pumped. I just, I just want to stop real quick. This gets me really pumped for this week's slate is I feel like we're having a ton of good quarterback play versus another team with great quarterback play as well. And I feel like that has not been going on uh, four weeks in. So that's really gets me excited. But like I said, I'll go back to Thompson Robinson, you know, like I said, unbeaten in through five weeks, virtually flawless, 1200 yards, 11 touchdowns and one pick on 74% completion pretty wild and i don't particularly see this offense stopping against the utes so this is really going to rely on cam rising not only flipping his hair but flipping that ball for some tutties and he needs to be he needs to be great especially without keithy there keithy has not been as productive through the first four weeks as expected but he did just have a a terrible injury um, which will be sidelining him for the rest of the season. So that might be a problem, but we'll have to see. I don't know. This is a this game is interesting. Honestly, three and a half. I know you guys are expecting me to have the Utes in my best bets, but I'm just gonna go out and say it now. They are not. I mean, I'm definitely not touching this game. Um, for me, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh Laitu Latu. I don't know if you guys have seen this guy read about him um i've been seeing him across like top sack leaders this year he's got six sacks already um but i didn't realize he was at washington last year and had like an insane neck injury where doctors told him that he might never play football again and he's come back from this and he's dominating on this defensive line um he's had three sacks against colorado he's had he had two in the first game. He had one last week against his former team in Washington. Uh, really excited to see him. That's an unbelievable story for, for him. And nice to get a win over your over your former team, too, and get a sack. You know, that's a that's a sick story, too, like you said. And uh, I always love hearing, like, those guys who, like, have like, injuries and they retire and then, like, come back and, like, just dominate. Like, Jalen Phillips is the first guy to come to mind, actually, ironically. The uh, – UCLA then transferred to where like Miami I think right and just fucking dominated mm-hmm. um but I mean I'm I'm just excited call me crazy I don't know if it's just like the like the fucking growing up in the 2010s and shit watching college football but I love Chip Kelly offenses they always I feel like every, even when uh UCLA him and I've been I feel like I've been watching him and Dorian Thompson Robinson for like 10 years now but yeah. I think it's only been like five dude they're like, I feel like he was always the perfect fit for that offense a legit dual threat athlete and he's finally figuring it out with his arm limiting the turnovers only has one pick this offense is just all about tempo they're gonna just run 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 and just tire utah out i think it's a terrible matchup for utah personally i think we saw what happened to them against the gators they don't travel too well and they do not defend the the run and like the, those pay that pace too well i think they're gonna up, baby i think they're gonna have a lot been of awesome big- this year then they up a lot of big plays. Yeah, Charbonnet, I was going to say the Michigan transfer, he's over 400 yards, 6.4 yards per carry. Uh, he's a little bit of a bigger back, too, I think. Like, I think he's a little taller, but mm-hmm. he hasn't fumbled in his career either, which is big. You got to hold on to the ball and just get those yards. I think they're going to run all over Utah. 
Nice. All right, fellas. We'll wrap it up with our final game here. Uh, got Florida State at number 14, NC State. Both teams uh, coming off a loss last week. Florida, a 10-point loss to Wake Forest. And uh, NC State, a 10-point loss to Clemson. Ray, Florida State, I mean, they were ranked for they were ranked for a week or two. Uh, now they are unranked. This is a big game for the ACC. One team needs to get back in the conversation with Clemson. Uh, who do you think wins this game and why? Yeah, I mean, you said they're both coming off these tough losses. Um, I think NC State just plays too well at home, especially uh, Leary. I think this is their game to win. Uh, Florida State defense has been pretty suspect, to say the least, this year, especially against a run. They've been getting kind of scorched on the ground. Uh, And like I said, I think Leary just plays a lot better at home. I am intrigued. There's a lot of – Florida State has a lot of uh, NFL draft prospects that I'm really looking to keep my eye out for in this game. Uh, Johnny Wilson is the the fucking massive wide receiver. He stands like six foot seven. He's been really coming up on uh, a lot of people's radars. I think he's like got three hundred fifty yards already on the year. Three touchdowns. You don't really see wide receivers that tall. Like first name that comes to mind is just Kelvin Benjamin to me. And I was always such a big fan of him, even though they couldn't separate. AJ Arcega Whiteside. Yeah, I mean story. Nikki Butler. Those guys the, all stink. The issue with those guys, they just can't separate. I guess the like, the game's changing nowadays, where like you kind of need people are looking for more separation and uh, yak. But I think those like, those mismatch nightmares always can have a place in the league. So I'm, ex- I'm really excited to see him. Uh, the Albany transfer, Great Danes. Gotta shout my boys out, Jared Verse. He's been. Florida State just kills it with the transfer portal. Jermaine Johnson last year. Now this kid, uh, six foot four edge, got four sacks already. I think he had two in that LSU game and a blocked field goal. So he's been really turning heads. Uh, I know um, I've seen him in a couple of top thirties now already, which is surprising. And then I'll also I'm a, the last player on that defense too. Uh, I think their safety Jamie Williams is that his name or Jamie, hey, Jamie Robinson. Taylor. No, Jamie Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, leading tackler on their team already. He's got three pass defended. He's, he's he plays a lot in like the box and like a, as like a slot, a big slot. Uh, I was watching some film on him earlier. He always is just ripping the ball out. I love that as a, out of a safety, trying to force some turnovers. And you know, our Jets, we need some space players and safeties badly. I think so. I'm gonna keep my eye on him. Eye on him this week for sure. Yeah, Dino, NC State, a three point favorite right now. You like that one or no? Um, I, I think I don't really know how to read it because um, I really do. Um, I kind of like this FSU team more than most. Um, and I, I really like them for their big playability, which they've had a ton of so far this year. Uh, Jordan Travis has done a really good job with – I mean, he's only at about 66 completion percentage, which is solid, but he's averaging about 10 yards per completion, which is pretty bonkers. And he's got a few dudes who just have, you know, really kind of utilize Yak and can also get up and get it. So it's going to depend on that. And then at the same time, on the other on the other hand, and uh, at NC State, Devin Leary has just been up and down all year. And this is home. And I, I kind of foresee this being an up week form so the three makes the three makes sense at home but i think ray touched on a lot and for sake of time i said we move on all right fellas well we'll get to the main event here we'll get some bets and 
Dino, you're you're starting us off our king for the last two weeks, undefeated in college football after a miserable start, and you seemingly pass that off to me. So you get the start for us here, Dino. What do you got this week? Hey, hey, before Dean gets a start, let's get an update on the standings. We haven't really done that in a while. All right, should we do the standings? I'll, yeah, let me, I'll, let me, I'll read them out. Yeah, let me hear them. All right, go, fellas. Go college, go college first, then overall. Do we we'll have go. it updated? Yes, it's all updated. Wait, uh, you did it for me? No, besides you the last week. But you're you're still down money, uh, except in the NFL. I think you might be positive a little bit. I'm, I'm uh, close to even. What? I have to be close to even now. In college? Yeah. No. You know, you're very far away from even. You're still so. like minus six units probably. Um, oh, okay. so. So Ray, Ray is up 1.42 units. Good stuff, Ray, in college football. Uh, I, the last two weeks, have completely taken a downturn, down 5.28 units. That's legitimately all coming from the last two weeks. Miserable. Uh, Dino, barring what you you scored last week, you'll probably be down somewhere between six and six and a half units. Okay. Uh, I think I'm thinking like all together, I got to be close to even. Got to get the records updated. Uh, You're not. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dean, in the NFL, are, I have to be up a little bit, Dean, so I'm you, close. In the yeah. NFL, you're probably up like 0. 0.7 units or something. What like the that. fuck? Dean, you gotta start um, plugging your numbers in, Chief. Yeah, you oh, gotta man. plug in your stuff. It's fucking mad annoying. Uh, NFL, Ray, you're down 3.56 units. I'm down 2.48. And Dino, you'll probably be up like 0. 0.75, like I said. So, Ray, you are leading the way, only down 2.14 units. So, uh, fellas, this looks like the midway point. I uh, love my card this week, by the way. I think I think it might go perfect this week. Just yeah. yeah, I tried to uh, I tried to like tone it down and uh, maybe like try to bet less games and see if that helped. Um, I also thought about fading myself, and then I just saw lines that I like too much, and I had to bet them. Um, so I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. So if this is another negative week, we will be fading ourselves next week, but. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. So, Dino, start us off. What do you got? Week six, college football. Give it to me. For those who can't see this week on our preview episode, my Zoom name is Sonny Dykes 2.0. Now, let me explain. We saw Sonny Dykes perform one of the best turnarounds over at SMU, become one of the most efficient offenses, and just start to fucking become a actual program that is taken seriously if not feared in some camps now first stint first year over at tcu not first stint but his first year over at tcu and the horn frogs are fucking surging 2.0 is for the fact that he doesn't even really have to turn around this this program but just excel it and bring it to new heights which he has done they haven't been ranked in the top 20 in since 2018 they haven't ended a year ranked since 2017 and when this hits this pod will officially become a horned frog pod calling it now tcu minus six and a half i don't give a fuck that i missed out on the five and a half a few days ago when the week started minus 107 i'm putting all five units monster mega bet TCU Horn Frogs. Holy sucker bet. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, 
You did you not hear the dogs barking before? My guy, dogs were you barking. did that. That's what made me laugh a little extra. That's why I was really, really laughing. But I will say, I do think that Kansas has uh, an okay shot at dictating the pace of this game as I went over in the preview pretty extensively. But I just think TCU is too good. This offense is just going to gash, 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 and Kansas is going to have a hard time keeping up. All five. Oof. All five on a sucker ass bet. Love that. <laughs> All right, Ray, what do you got for us? Okay, I got I got a little bit more than Dino. Thank um, God. Yeah. So starting off, uh, I think I kind of tipped my hand earlier in the pod, but I'm going UCLA money line. Uh, I just really love the matchup. I think they're gonna get it done and stay undefeated. That's plus one fifty eight. So I put one unit on that. Uh, next is a bet I really, really love. Um, it's going to touch in that TCU-Kansas uh, game. But I'm going to go the first half under 34 and a half. Uh, I think this game's going to be dictated on the ground. I think both teams are going to be riding. I think uh, TCU in particular is going to be riding a high of beating Oklahoma, kind of overlooking Kansas. Kansas' defense stepped up last week in defending the run. I think it's going to be – I think they're going to start out a little slow. So I like the first half under. I'm putting two units on that at minus 125. And then my final two units, got to do me a little teaser. And I got to get one of my uh, one of my yeah, puppies, one, one of my doggies involved from earlier in the pod, too. I'm going LSU plus 10 home versus Tennessee. Um, Double-digit home dogs just get me erect. And I think that their defensive line is going to be able to give Hendon Hooker some trouble. I think they'll cover that and possibly win the game. And then I'm going to throw my fellas in there, Ohio State minus 19 and a half at Michigan State. It's going to be domination. It won't be close. So I'm very confident in that. That's two units at minus 120. Nice. I like that really quick, I just want to say I did update the overall standings, and your boy is not in last for the first time all season. Feels good, man. Good job, bro. <laughs> I'm about to Sorry, sauce. I'm I love how this. you. I love how Those you. Just, no, no. Whoever you, who is in last is fucking sauce. As I was gonna say, you had to throw sauce in the basement right before you had to give his picks. It's really fucked up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all right. I, I spent the most weeks as man of the week, so you did. Yes, uh, you did. I'll, I'll let you have your your time in the in the sun. Nobody, everybody forgets about the middle of the season too. It's all about how we finish. No, and we're about okay. to finish. And we're about to finish strong because banging both of these. Uh, I'm starting off a three unit tease. Uh, an eight-point tease. Got Oklahoma State minus one and a half at home against Texas Tech. Oklahoma State rolling right now. Spencer Sanders looked great against Baylor. Um, Texas Tech, a feisty team, but one and a half for a really, really dominant team at home. Just too easy. Give me all that one. Uh, And then I got Kentucky minus two and a half against South Carolina. They are also home. that's been a big problem for me picking these road teams in college football. It's been fucking miserable. Um, Kentucky tough loss last week um, on the road against Ole Miss. I think they rebound. I think Spencer Rattler and South Carolina stink. Spencer Rattler has four touchdowns and seven interceptions this season. He threw two picks last week to South Carolina state. Um, that guy fucking blows. Talk about a fall from grace. Jesus. This may, Christ. This may be the biggest anti uh, Spencer Rattler pod in the country. 
dude, we, fuck we that shit guy. on him like every week. I mean, I shit on him all the time, I, dude. I was shitting on him when Dallas like particularly the, hates him, dude. Well, it's been it's been years because of that QB one show that came out. That kid was the biggest fucking loser I've ever seen on live television. <laughs> he's and also I watched the and I watched the Bachelor every week. You did that's bad look. He's also ab- he's also that absolutely hit. Oh my god, T- bro. We can we can keep going on this, but. He's a loser, and he's arguably the ugliest person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Chill, this is fucked, bro. All right, uh, but that's that's such a lock bet. Three units to win two point seven minus one ten, uh, and then we're gonna end it with a nice little money uh, money line parlay. I'm taking Maryland money line at home against Purdue. Purdue coming off a big win against Minnesota. No Mo Ibrahim and. Tanner Morgan threw zero touchdowns and had three picks last week, and they still only won 20 to 10. Um, I don't think Purdue is good at all. Maryland has been rolling as of late. Um, they're a really good team. I mean, they played a really, really tough game against Michigan. Their one loss, but they rolled over Michigan State. Love me some Talia and all those weapons he's got at Maryland. Like them at home. Uh, so money line there. And then I got USC money line. At home against Washington State, um, this USC team is also rolling. Uh, Caleb Williams, twelve touchdowns, one interception so far. He's freaking. He's been awesome with him and Jordan Addison, Travis Dye, um, Cam Ward. Just too many picks this year. He's got seven picks already for Washington State. I think USC gets a couple turnovers, and I think this could be a blowout. So that's a uh, a two unit bet to win two units plus hundred money line parlay right there. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I like I both think... honestly, this is the most confident I felt going into a week in a while. You better hope Maryland uh, controls my boy Charlie Jones though, because that guy is going to go off. Dude, Purdue blows. Not Charlie. They actually, blow. they actually do suck. All right, fellas. So that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed part one of our preview episode with college football. Stay tuned. We got a nice slate of NFL games to preview and some really, really good bets. I'm feeling a ton of winners for our NFL bets, so stay tuned for that. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two. And stick with us as we continue this 2022-2023 season. Fellas, appreciate you.